Hello. Hi. Here we are. Welcome to a new episode. A new episode, and we're recording in the morning. Yeah, this is really weird. It is weird. It's Friday, October 27th, 10.33 a.m. <laughs> and we are on the floor in Kirsten's extra room. It's We call it the inspo room. The inspo room. And we're drinking, what is it? Cinnamon caramel nitro cold brew cold brew yes we had to get a little treat for the friday Mm -hmm. it's good yeah we were both pleasantly surprised because it's not too sweet not too sweet that's how we like do we sound really basic guys we're not basic we promise we're a little basic (laughs) (laughs) we're not basic at all we're We're basic bitches (laughs) we're really cool actually actually we're basic as fuck so So, (laughs) let's talk about halloween it's coming up. Yes. Okay. Halloween is coming Halloween's up. Halloween's coming up in a couple days. And I wanted to know what you're going to be. So this girl in my little bungalow neighborhood mm-hmm. was moving out and she just threw a bunch of clothes just on the ground in front of our apartment building. <laughs> and one thing that I got was this green mesh-y kind of like frilly dress. Ooh. It's like meant to be a nightgown, I guess. But I was like, okay. That's like a fairy dress, right? Yeah, that's so, obviously a fairy dress. So I'm going to be a fairy. Okay. Um, but our friend has wings that they're going to let me borrow. And I'm going to see if I can figure out how to get them to be green. Because I think they're blue, oh, she okay. said. So uh, I have this green fur. I might do something with that. Or maybe I can find some green fabric that I don't use. Yeah. <laughs> what if they were just blue? I don't know. I think she said that they were like light blue and that's not what I'm going for. I'm going oh. for like wood nymph fairy. Oh, okay. You know, like like a elf, an elf fairy. I see. Using you know the I mean? land yeah. to decorate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Because I have, you see these like fake fronds? I'm going to use those. Oh, nice. Maybe I should just get some like sticks and stuff. and like. That's cool. Uh, how about you? <laughs> Thank you for asking. Um... <laughs> I was like, when is it my turn? <laughs> Is it my turn yet? (laughs) I'm being Spider Gwen from the Spidey Verse. See, I don't know anything about this. It's a it's a movie. It's a movie. Spidey Verse. Okay, did you see the previews for? It's like a Spider Man movie, but it's a cartoon. When like where am I watching movie (laughs) previews anymore? I don't have like TV. I don't know. It's a thing. Like it's like on YouTube or something. I don't know. I just know it because my boyfriend's a nerd. <laughs> nerd. And he made me watch all the Marvel movies. And Spidey Gwen. So basically, there's like a bunch of different Spider-Mans out there in the universe. Because there's cool. different universes and there's different Spideys. So Spidey Gwen is... It sounds like so cute when you it's use very cute. Spidey. It's really cute. It's a cute movie. It's like for kids but not like i loved it and the artwork is really cool and so they came out with a second one and spidey gwen is in it and she is this like little white girl with blonde hair almost the same haircut as me Mm. and she wears like black white and pink on her little spider-man outfit and Mm -hmm. she always wears chuck taylor's because that's like a thing oh man so i'm gonna be her because she's cute that's very like middle school like punk of you thank you (laughs) you know what i mean yeah well you know i had i had like 
half of the outfit already and mm-hmm. then i just <clears throat> sewed some stuff onto a shirt i already had wait but like the mask you bought right i bought the mask yeah mm-hmm. I, I can't make masks yet <laughs> no but yeah it should be cute and then my partner's being spidey punk which oh he, so you're both a little punky that's cute yeah spidey punk has like skinny jeans and a ripped off vest mochi hello <laughs> Well, she's like, what about me? She's like, I want to talk about, is it my turn to talk about my costume? <laughs> Listen, Allie. No one cares about my costume. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, Spidey Punk, he has like a, a guitar and he has skinny jeans and a ripped up vest and he has like little spikes that pop out of his Spider-Man mask. Oh, that's cool. And in the cartoon, he's this like black, like punk, like with facial piercings and big hair and he like hates capitalism and he's got a really strong accent that sounds exactly like kadar yeah <laughs> so <laughs> i mean not the accent <laughs> yeah so kadar obviously <laughs> resonates with spidey punk spidey punk so cool yeah that's gonna be cute yeah i was trying to get langston to be an elf because i'm a fairy and they won't be an elf with you well, I mean, Langston doesn't want to be, like, a Christmas elf. And I was like, you wouldn't be. You'd be, like, a Lord of the Rings elf. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's different. Yeah. Well. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Allie. And you're listening to... Thank, Thank you so much. much. Thank you so much for... Cryptids. Um, I know a lot of people for Halloween in my hometown dress up as famous cryptids, which brings us to your neck tattoo. Oh, to my neck tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) I do have a cryptid tattooed on my neck for everyone to see. We'll get to the one that's tattooed on my neck when we get there. Yeah. So a cryptid is kind of like a monster of a specific location. That's my understanding yeah you have the, the definition i have a, i have the actual definition here okay but you're right a creature that is found in stories and that some people believe exists or say they have seen but it's never been proven to exist so bigfoot yeah that's a big one Loch Ness monster Loch Ness monster chupacabra oh yeah that's one so those those are cryptids ali have you ever seen a, a cryptid no <laughs> not, not that i'm aware of okay all right you're saying believe maybe maybe i'm not believing hard enough <laughs> but i'm happy that i haven't seen a cryptid yeah they me sound too, they, a little scary for the most part they're scary i don't think I've, i haven't come across in my research any Lo- lovely yeah loving, nice to be around this one yeah yeah. No. <laughs> yeah no they're all pretty uh evil it sounds like or at least they look scary so what do we want to start with here? We well, have each state has their own cryptids. Yeah. That, you know, that people see or they claim to see throughout the years. So it depends on where you live. But we did pick out a couple that we thought were good. And... Yeah, we picked out some from, well, I chose from California and Indiana mm-hmm. because those are the states that are relevant mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you have West Virginia, but you also have... I have West Virginia and I have New Jersey just because I had heard of the Jersey one before. And, and that one and, was interesting. Yeah. And it like stuck with me. So I decided to pick that one. So some of the 
stories that I found are from this book called Stories from Chasing American Monsters, Almost 250 Creatures, Cryptids, and Hairy Beasts. But there's also this book that was like, oh, what was it? It had a, it had a fun name. It was like... United States of Cryptids, I think. Yeah. But I, I think that there is something to say about, like, each state has their own mm-hmm. specific ones that they really kind of tend to see a lot. Yeah. But it's kind of weird that it's like state by state. Yeah, I mean... That makes me feel like it's less real. It's probably not real, but... No, I it's think real. some of them are. Some you of them could believe. be real. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's why I've never seen one. Mm. I think some of them are real. I think maybe some states just felt left out. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we need some cryptids in or, here. <laughs> or, you know, maybe there's some crossover. Yeah, there probably is. They think it's like a different thing or I don't know. Yeah, like one of them mentioned a different state. Yeah, so maybe, you know. Yeah. But the ones we picked, I feel like are good. Yeah. They're like main ones yeah i think for the most part <laughs> um these are gonna be like stories kind yeah of. yeah so i'm gonna read excerpts from the book because i think it's like kind of fun stories and then we're gonna end with a scary story yes so i hope you guys like this, this is gonna be like story time story time so get your get cozy you know get your hot chocolate get your hot cocoa put uh some jameson in there mm-hmm. put on your onesie do people do that do they put jameson in hot chocolate sure or uh kalua kalua yeah Bailey's. bacardi Bailey's. bacardi's oh, but Bailey, or yeah just drink the hot chocolate yeah you, you don't have to drink alcohol yeah jesus jesus we are oh not promoting we are alcoholism not, we are not promoting that Mm-mm. no that be, we don't stand for that please be healthy and just drink your hot chocolate <laughs> Make sure you put extra chocolate in it and marshmallows. Marshmallows. But anyway, this is going to be like a kind of cozy, spooky story time. Spooky vibe. Epi. So get ready. Buckle up. We might even add some background music. Oh, yeah. I think we will. Okay. Yeah. And cue that now. Yeah. Cue the music. <laughs> so this is, I thought it was appropriate for California to do giant cockroaches. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not <laughs> looking forward to this one. Because one thing we think about in LA is the cockroach problem. I literally... They're the worst. ...want to kill every single cockroach They're on stressful. The they stress me out. They're the only thing, like, the only being that I don't give a shit about if they die or if I kill them. Well, and actually from a sustainability standpoint, that's not like they're ever going to go endangered. I know. So we can kill them. We can and we, we should. Can. And we should. They're, I, they're like an invasive species. They are and they do not die easy. Yeah. So, fuck cockroaches. Continue. Fuck them. All right. So, here we go. <clears throat> the old motel sat like a row of army barracks on the side of a grassy hill in California City. About halfway between Bakersfield and Barstow, Peggy, who was from Texas, was traveling to Los Angeles from Las Vegas in the late 1990s when she stopped at a motel for the night. A night that burned itself into her memory. I never went back there again. It was so horrendous. <laughs> Peggy said. The motel had a big cockroach problem. Late in the evening, as Peggy sat inside her room watching VH1, so 90s, (laughs) someone knocked on the door. She approached the door and pulled it open as far as the chain would let her. She wasn't prepared for what was in the hall. A human voice behind the door had asked if I could hand him some bed linen, she said. I never saw his features, but in the slight crack of the door, I could see a long, upturned giant cockroach cleaning its legs what? frenetically. A giant one? Yeah. When the creature, 
which Peggy marks at about six and a half feet tall. What? Saw her through the crack in the door. It spat something brown towards her. She screamed. Why? The creature asked. But Peggy didn't answer. She threw open the door to her room and ran down the hall past a motel employee crumpled on the floor. Whoa. What? As Peggy neared the exit, the giant cockroach thundering close behind, it grabbed her. It was frightening, she said. It grabbed onto my cotton dress and I couldn't get away from its double barbed hands on my wrists. The thing's antenna brushed away against Peggy's face. Her vision grew cloudy and she thought she might faint. Then I remembered a Chuck Norris movie and I dropped <laughs> into my buns. I dropped to my buns on the floor and kicked his ankles out from under it. Shut up, Peggy. With my tennis shoes, Peggy said. Then I kicked it in the face. Peggy got up and ran, but felt the creature closing on her as she threw open the door to the end of the hallway and slammed it shut on one of the creature's antenna. You never heard such a loud, high-pitched scream come out of a living matter as I did, she said. You wouldn't believe how loud these giant, upright, walking cockroaches could shriek. Then, Peggy ran blindly into the night. A young man who had seen the giant cockroaches chasing Peggy called the police on a pay telephone next to the motel, and seconds later, two police cars screamed into view, and the roaches disappeared over a hill. Bugs multiply real fast, Peggy said. (laughs) People I talked to had said they'd seen things flitting behind trees. What if they're breeding? Oh my god. Okay, first of all, Peggy, shut up. She said that did not happen to you. I don't believe Peggy, to be honest. Yeah, she sounds like she, she sounds like she's lying a little bit. She's making this story up because she loves Chuck Norris. Yeah, Peggy wants... was like, you wouldn't believe. She's like, listen <laughs> to this story. This is this is what I lived through. Peggy made this up for her grandchildren. Yeah, maybe Peggy had a really bad dream. And I, either Peggy had a bad dream, or maybe Peggy was a little bit on drugs. Yeah, that could be true. She's at a motel, motel cockroach <laughs> motel. Yeah. Sounds like why are you there in the first place? Sounds Peggy? like a place for drugs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What did they say in the beginning that she was? She was from she's, a different state. She's from Texas, traveling to Los Angeles from Las Vegas. So I guess she stayed in las vegas and then was on her but why do you need to stay yeah this doesn't make sense because why was she travelers why was she in las vegas though she's just having a good time yeah this doesn't sound right you're right it is only four hours as well you know i don't know if i believe this and to be honest i hope it's not true because i literally hate cockroaches with a fiery passion and if yeah I this ever one sounds one, fake for sure like we've seen big cockroaches yeah. You actually saved a girl from a big Oh, I did. Yeah. One time. But that was still like you but could crush it with still, your foot. Yeah, but it was still really big and that is good enough for me. Yeah. I don't need to see anything bigger than that. Yeah. I don't even need to see that. Yeah. But can you imagine a six foot tall cockroach? Six and a half feet tall. That's crazy. No. She's lying. But yeah, I don't believe that story. Me either. <laughs> um, do you want to do one of your stories? Yeah. So I have uh, the Jersey Devil. And I remember this one because last podcast on the left covered it one time a long time ago. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. So when I heard we were doing cryptids, I was like, that one popped in my head. So I'll read this one from the book. The Pine Barrens of New Jersey. The name is simply ominous. That area is called the Barrens because this coastal plain of pine forest that juts from sandy, acidic soil is barren of any plant life humans can survive on. The Barrens is home to a wide variety of plants like orchids, vines, and the carnivorous pitcher plant, 
bladderwort, and sundew. <laughs> the Pine Barren slogan is, a place so dangerous even the plants will eat you. <laughs> That's already scary. <laughs> Dead communities dot the barrens, some with crumbling buildings, other with brick foundations peeking from amongst the foliage. Foliage that wants you dead. The people who once tried to conquer the Pine Barrens are long gone. It's the most rural spot in New Jersey and home to the state's greatest legend. The legend of the devil goes something like this. No, wait, it's exactly like this. <laughs> in 1735, a pregnant woman named Mother Leeds cursed her soon-to-be-born 13th child as a devil. Legend has it that the baby was born looking like any other child, but almost immediately, its head stretched into a semblance of a goat, its hands and feet turned into hooves, bat-like wings sprang from its sides, and a barbed tail grew as the horrified parents watched. The newly born monster slaughtered the midwife that had just helped it into this world, and disappeared up the chimney. Plenty of people have reported seeing the devil during the past 280 years, including Joseph Bonaparte, Yep, Napoleon's brother, and plenty of farmers with dead livestock. Unidentified noise and strange animal tracks have kept the devil's legacy alive. The biggest week for the Jersey Devil was in January 1909, when it appeared throughout the state and into neighboring Pennsylvania. A strange bat-winged creature attacked a trolley car in Haddon Heights, New Jersey. In Bristol, Pennsylvania, just across the Delaware River, police officers attempted to shoot a monster that fit the description of the Jersey Devil. Although the policemen either missed the devil or the bullets had no effect. More sightings of the devil across New Jersey caused widespread panics. Schools closed and men stayed home from work. Because <laughs> <laughs> women didn't work because they weren't allowed. That's right. Although over the years people have tried to prove the Jersey Devil a hoax, the winged demonic spawn of Mother Leeds continues to be a staple in New Jersey folklore. Good one. So, I I don't know. I don't know if this baby turned into a devil right, yeah. right in front of everyone's eyes, but it's a cool story. Yeah, I mean the the trolley cart part like is is one that gets me because it's like that a bunch of people that has witnesses. Yeah, a and bunch, policemen. not just one. Yeah, not that we can trust policemen, but yeah, we don't trust the popo a cap. But <laughs> sometimes that makes it a little more believable. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? But it could be true. Could be true. Watch out. Has anyone seen the Jersey Devil? The Jersey Devil. Let us know. All right. So next, I had to choose one from Indiana. Of course. Because you're from there. I'm from Indiana. I am. So, the Crosley Monster. Something terrifying lurks in Jennings County's 4,228-acre Crosley State Fish and Wildlife Area. A hairy, eight-foot-tall monster with hooves and yellow glowing eyes. Ooh. The creature supposedly hides in the trees and leaps upon unsuspecting victims from the hidden boughs of the pines. Ew. The Crosley monster first appeared in 1958 and has stalked the fear of residents ever since. One of the most recent encounters occurred in 2006 when four teenagers... Clint Machino, Corey Mulliken, Robbie Evans, and Terry Snyder. These sound like fake names. I know, right? <laughs> Camped in the wildlife area and came within mere feet of the beast. At about 11 p.m., the boys heard branches snapping as someone or something approached them through the woods. The teens thought it might be a deer until they saw its eyes, which were large, yellow, and glowing. The eyes were at least seven feet off the ground. Ooh. 
I saw a shadow from a lantern and it was huge, Snyder told the North Vernon Plain Dealer Son. What? <laughs> that's, that's the name of the uh, magazine or, or okay. newspaper, I guess. You could see it from the shadow. He had a bunch of hair, too. He looked filthy. So it's Bigfoot. It sounds kind of... With yellow, with hooves, though. Oh, right. Yeah. Just, let's make it scarier. <laughs> <laughs> Not wanting to wait for the creature to act first, the boys took off running. The monster gave chase. He ran through the cornfield next to Grayford Road as we ran down the road. I could hear him knocking down cornstalks behind us and to the side. Mulligan told the dealer son. It wasn't until dogs from a nearby house ran out to intercept the beast that the teens knew they had escaped the clutches of Crossley Monster. <laughs> this, these all sound fake. <laughs> Maybe it's just the way it's written, too. Maybe. That's only one encounter of many. Paranormal investigator Chris McDaniel told the Brown County Democrat such reports from that area are common. In 2003, a family camping in the county saw the same thing. A monstrous, hairy silhouette in the trees, like something was watching them. Ew. I'm more apt to believe the, like, forest camping stories. Because who fucking knows what's out there? I know, man. It's like the deep ocean. Yeah, but it could also be an owl. Don't their eyes glow? Yeah, but it's... I think they saw the hooves or something. Oh, right, 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 right. right. And the hairiness and... Clint yeah. Machino, Corey Mulligan, Robbie Evans, and Terry Snyder all saw it, okay? If y'all are still alive, can you email us? <laughs> oh, they're alive. That was 2006. Oh, shit. I was, Unless the I Crossley was, monster got them. Yeah, I thought it was 1958. But no, 2006, they should still be here with us. Chris McDaniel. God willing. Well, if they were teenagers in 2006, that, that means they're our age. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, is that right? Yeah, because yeah. we were yeah. teenagers. We yeah. were 16. Yeah. You were 15. I was 15, yeah. Oh, my God. So these guys... Okay, well... Let's hit them up. Yeah, I'm gonna, we're going to stalk them Wait, on Facebook. Wouldn't that be fun to, like, really, like, investigate these yes. stories and talk to the people? It would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. We might do that, guys. Well, you might have some mutual friends with these guys. Maybe. I mean... <laughs> Well, like, small town Indiana is very different from the city. I know, I know. You didn't grow (laughs) up in the sticks. You grew up in a big city. Yeah. I know, okay. (laughs) But who knows? Who knows? Maybe. Small world. Also, yeah, my my school was in a small town, so maybe somebody from my college. You never know. Yeah. Alrighty. So, finally. Finally. What you've all been waiting for. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go into the... West Virginia. West Virginia. Mount Mama. Mama. I don't know the rest. Take me home. home. (laughs) Country (laughs) roads. So this is one of the more famous cryptids. Um, And I just mean, (laughs) it used to not always be famous, but um, they did make a movie about it in 2002. Oh, and that's what... Richard Gere was in it. Oh, that's what, like, gained the... I think that's what gained popularity. But then, like, it was quiet for a while, and then all of a sudden I started seeing this cryptid pop up at Hot Topic. Oh. So it's kind of mainstream now. (laughs) I like that Hot Topic is mainstream. Yeah. But they try not to be mainstream. They try not to, but we all know that. We We all know that. If it's in Hot Topic, it's a little mainstream. This is about the Mothman. 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 Okay, so before I start, I do have Mothman tattooed on my neck. Yeah, and the the bridge. The bridge. It's not the Golden Gate Bridge, but it looks like (laughs) it. It's actually based off the actual bridge in the story. Yeah. It, like, looks... 
it's a pretty bridge. So yeah. my tattoo artist was like, I want to put that bridge because it's pretty. And I was like, okay, go for it. I don't have know. you been on it? I have been on it. Yes. So, th- okay. They, they rebuilt it. Yes. Okay. Okay. So here's the story. A week starting on November 12th, 1966 was busy in the area of Western West Virginia near the Ohio border. Gravediggers near the small town of Clendenin reported that a winged, man-sized creature swooped low over their heads. Three days later, Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Mallett of nearby Point Pleasant were parking at the TNT area, a 3,000-acre swatch of forest, wetland, and farm that is home to an abandoned World War II munitions factory outside the town when they saw something that would haunt them for years. Their car headlights shone on a tall, black, man-like figure with glowing red eyes. As they sped away from the area, the creature opened its wings and flew after them. Its wings span wider than the car. Steve Millett told the Point Pleasant Register the creature was like a man with wings. It wasn't anything you'd seen on TV or in a monster movie. Except that there are movies now. Except now there's a movie. So (laughs) (laughs) over the next year, the creature was seen by more than 100 people, including volunteer firefighters in the area around Point Pleasant. Police and wildlife officials blamed the sightings on a rogue heron or sandhill crane. (laughs) Then a dog disappeared. And strange sounds began to come from people's television sets. But when the Silver Bridge connecting Point Pleasant with Galapagos, Ohio, collapsed during rush hour on December 15, 1967, killing 46 people, locals began to blame the Mothman for all their troubles. Although the most notable sightings occurred in the 1960s, Mothman, named by a newspaper reporter, in the 60s, who was a fan of the cartoonish Batman TV series. So we owe it all to this one guy. <laughs> I guess so. Reports continue today across multiple states and countries. The most recent sighting was a 2016 report by an anonymous man driving on Route 2 in Virginia. A picture the man took was televised by WCHS TV. So did you see the picture? I did see the picture. Does it look real? Um, Yeah, I mean, if it's real, it's scary looking for sure, but... It could also just be an eagle with really long legs. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Whoa. Yeah. And the thing that gets me about Mothman is that so many people have seen it. Like, uh, it says like hundreds of people, including firemen, have seen it. And then also a bunch of people saw it when that bridge collapsed. They saw it like uh, above them. Yeah. So what was the story of the... Do you read about like what exactly the accounts were? Well... The, the one with the bridge collapsing, a lot of people say that the Mothman caused the bridge to collapse. And then some people say that Mothman was there to warn them about the bridge collapsing. I think he was warning. I think Mothman's That's good. That's what I said. I think he's a good guy. And some people think that he was from, because it's around this like nuclear power plant. Oh. And people thought that maybe it was like a government experiment. Oh, could have gone wrong. Could be. I don't trust the government. They might be. I think they're probably experimenting on us. Well, the government has said, like, has admitted now that there's aliens. Right. Yeah. So who knows? It could be an alien. But I love Mothman. I think he's a good guy. I think he was just trying to warn everybody about it. But now there's like a Mothman festival in Point Pleasant. But does Mothman die? I feel like if he's humanoid, like he's going to be dead soon. 
Well, maybe 2016 was his last hurrah. That could be true. That would be sad. That would be sad. But either way, I'm into it. Yeah, Mothman is cool. Mothman's cool. I feel like he's a good guy. He does look scary, though. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if I saw, like, red glowing eyes in front of me, I would piss my pants. Yeah, I would run away. Yeah, I would definitely run away. That just reminded me of the cockroach story again. Why did this lady run out of her hotel room? I don't know. Why wouldn't you just stay in the hotel room? I don't trust this Peggy. I don't trust Miss Peggy. (laughs) What was she doing? Like walking? She like ran past the cockroach. Yeah, Peggy's shady to me. Peggy's story doesn't. Peggy's out of control. But I'd like to interview her. Mm -hmm. I want to interview these people. Let's find them. Yeah, that would be fun. We should go to the Mothman Festival next year. It's in September. Is it in West Virginia? Yep. Point, yep. Point Pleasant. That could be fun. Yeah, there's like a Mothman Museum. There's like a street fest. There's a big old statue they made. Like, it's a big thing. Yeah, maybe we can do some interviews there. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> I bet you some Mothman enthusiasts, people oh. who have seen them, will be there. 100%. We well, gotta talk to the old town, like the old people in the town. Yeah. You know? Yeah. were around in the 60s. That's right. Because that's when, like, there was a lot of sightings in the 60s. Yeah. I have one more cryptid. I like this one because it's a Native American legend folklore from like upper U.S. and Canada region, like Mm -hmm. Montana, Canada area. And it's just like scary and something that I had never heard before. But there's a thing called the Wendigo. I found this from a podcast, actually, that covered it. It's called Out There a cryptid podcast <laughs> and i just was like whoa that's crazy but apparently wendigo means evil spirit that devours mankind <laughs> it has glowing eyes a long tongue it looks like a human but it has like shallow ashy skin long claws it's really tall and has fangs they move through the t- the treetops really fast if that's not terrifying enough it has a foul odor that smells like decaying flesh oh and that's how people would know it was around was because they, they started could smelling smell, that yeah, stank. They smelled that stank. <laughs> <laughs> and it also makes a really awful screeching sound. Also, people think it has the ability to control the weather through dark magic and it brings on a snowstorm when it's around. Hmm. The way it's made <laughs> is a demon-like creature possesses a human and then the human transforms into like this demonoid thing and after it transforms you can't tell if it's a man or a woman like everything about the human is gone like it's just this weird creature and the legend has it that they eat like if you eat a human then that's like a dark enough thing that a demon could come in and possess you and like turn you into a a wendigo so that's really if you didn't have any other motivation not to eat a human yeah (laughs) there's there's one another one (laughs) if you're thinking about eating a human maybe don't just don't yeah but it comes from this like this medical term and it's disputed like if this is like a real medical term or not but wendigo psychosis so some some psychiatrists consider this a real syndrome that is when you have this intense craving for human flesh and if also, at the same time, a fear of becoming a cannibal. So think about if you're in survival mode, like you're trapped in a snowstorm and you run out of food and you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to eat a person. 
I don't want to be a cannibal, but I want to eat a person, but I don't want to be a cannibal. Because you're hungry. Because you're hungry. And then you start like hallucinating and maybe you're, you're nauseous, you're vomiting. Did you ever watch Yellow Jackets? Yes. So it's like that. I was literally thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. So then if you're like hallucinating, you might get like a hallucination of someone being transformed into a monster and then they might start seeing other people as edible and like it's all about cannibalism really wendigo syndrome yeah but wendigo creatures are still reported to this day especially in northern ontario near the cave of wendigo and around i think yellow jackets was based off of this because that i think they were in canada yeah and And there was like native american kind of like influence yes and uh didn't the person didn't like they put the horns on or something and transform into something so this might be i think 100 percent yellow jackets was based on this lore yeah this that would make sense they gave the kenora ontario canada the title of wendigo capital of the world sightings of this creature has continued well into this millennium so still going strong and if the native americans think it's real i trust them i trust them it might be real they're like out there yeah i mean and there's a whole tv show based off of it yeah honestly well now i want to know is is yellow jackets based on a true story like were those actual was there actually a soccer team that went missing let's we can fact check okay it isn't entirely based on a true story, but it does resemble the real-life Air Force Flight 571 disaster. On October 13, 1972, the flight was bound for Santiago, Chile from Uruguay when poor weather conditions caused the plane to crash onto the Andes Mountains. What? <laughs> well, then that wouldn't make sense because they were in Canada. It doesn't have to be the same area. I mean, it's got to be based on this lore, though, somehow. Okay, we're not alone. Well, there's a whole article There's on a it. whole article. Guys, we yeah. don't have time to read it. Yeah, we don't have to read it. But it's definitely a it's thing. It's definitely a theory that people have. We're not the only ones. Would so, you like to... Spooky stories. Get into our spooky story from one of our valued listeners. Yeah. This one is just like a li- like two little short commentaries that we got from our friend, Cameron Simon. All right, so when I was a child... I lived on farmland that I didn't actively farm. I constantly would hear weird stuff like giggling or other strange moans or creaks. That's really scary. Realistically, I was just a child with an overactive imagination. But one night, my cat screamed my name over and over as it died. Aww. Hmm. Now, to be fair, my name is Cameron, and the cat's dying from worms are in horrendous pain so they meow in an awful way that sounds like was that good can we hear that again that sounds like (laughs) thank you i completely heard my name in it oh and then here's another story and the only time i met my grandparents on my father's side a bunch of chairs rearranged themselves upstairs i'm personally convinced that this is by my grandparents design because they envied my youth and were planning on haunting me for the rest of my life. To be fair, they lived through the Great Depression, so I don't mind if they chill for a while. <laughs> Speaking of chilling, I saw a kid in the sheet on an Instagram post once. It was spooky. What? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> you just added that? Yeah. He saw a kid in the sh- in a sheet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's like, that's spooky. All right, Cam. It's chilling. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the cat dying is really sad. It is really sad. I don't like that part. Yeah. It's really sad. 
but he heard his name. Well, and then grandparents, the chairs rearranging is definitely weird. Yeah, honestly. So I have a really fast little story okay. from my own account right after my grandma died, which was very recent. Mm-hmm. So all day, this one day, well, actually for like two days straight, I kept seeing my birthday everywhere, like March 20th, 320, March 20th, 320. Even in the show I was watching, this guy it was like a reenactment of this like murder mm-hmm. <laughs> and this guy got pulled over by the cops and he made up a completely fake birthday and it was march 20th 1990 oh <laughs> and wow, this weird. was all at the same time like this was that's like the kind of stuff i was seeing and then that night the chair at my dad's house was like out from the wall mm. so i was like hmm. so i pushed it back in and i sat on the couch and i like watched my little shows and I was about to get ready for bed and I got up to go to bed and the chair was back out from the Creepy. wall. You didn't tell me this. I didn't? I don't think so, no. Oh, well, and then I told my family and then they kept seeing my birthday everywhere too. And my thing is, I think because this was the first year my grandma forgot my birthday. Oh. She always sends like all the grandkids like birthday cards with Oh, and she forgot to send you one. She didn't send me one this year. Oh. Oh, and, and so she wanted to, like, be like, I do remember I it. I know, and I was like, Grandma, you're freaking me out. Can you stop? Like, I get it. It's okay that you forgot my birthday. I'm over it. Like, please stop haunting me. <laughs> but, so, yeah, maybe maybe chair. I mean, I think chairs get moved and stuff. But by... did she talk about it later? Like, after she forgot your birthday? Did yeah, you guys she, had a conversation yeah, about it? Yeah, she talked about it almost every single time I talked to her. She'd be like, oh, I still have your birthday card here i just haven't sent it yet and i'm like oh, okay why did okay. she just give it to you oh you didn't see her in person yeah until oh. she was just too yeah. late but i'm like it's okay and she's like i'll mail it and then she just never mailed it oh yeah so so she's thinking about that yeah so that's my own spooky story that's Wait, like that's really cute she better not be haunting me though. she love you she love me and then we have one more from another valued listener it's our last scary story of the day. Our valued listener. When I was a teenager, I worked at a summer camp all through high school. When we couldn't sleep, it was common practice for the staff to just walk around the campgrounds and woods to relax. It may seem a little crazy to just walk around the night alone, but we had all grown up on the countryside and we were pretty unafraid. I was walking this night with a friend, which is why I know this actually happened. My friend's name is Allie, by the way. Hey. We had walked in the woods a while and then came back to the soccer field to lay and look for shooting stars. From the sky, we heard a very loud, very clear noise. It was a loud, metallic, shrieking, squealing sound. If you've ever been in a car accident, it almost sounded like the scraping and tearing of metal in a bad car crash. We looked at each other, wondering what the fuck was going on, and ran into the gym to see if maybe the loud-ass air conditioner had kicked in. It was dead silent inside, and we heard the sound again coming from the sky outside. We waited, scared, until the noise stopped and then ran back to our cabin and tried to sleep. I tried to explain the noise away, but I can't find any explanation. There are no railways nearby. There aren't any roads within about a mile. There wasn't any aircraft in the sky. None of the camp's farm machinery was on. None of the local farms were near enough to produce such a loud sound. I've tried to look it up online, and I've seen similar reports from Ukraine. Creepy. I've attached... (laughs) The Ukrainian YouTube video that sounds kind of like what I heard. My sound was higher pitched and more metallic. I also found a Reddit thread about which I'll send to. Oh, let's see. And this says, from the spooky woods of Ohio. Ooh. This is something you'd hear in Ohio. 
But here's the sound from Ukraine that she said sounds similar. People have been recording strange noises like this one in Kiev for some time now. Videos. Yeah, that is weird. That's creepy. Yeah. That sounds like, I mean... It sounds like a fucking airship landing. Yeah, it sounds like some UFO shit. Yeah. And if she's in Ohio in the freaking woods... Yeah, they probably were trying to find a landing spot. Yeah, that's creepy. I believe that. I believe it. Yeah. I mean, Especially I believe that's something all, like, fucking weird. They all, like, ran into the gym to see if it was that. Like, they were really, like, scared. Yeah. <laughs> and it's coming from the sky. Yeah. Freaky. Freaky dicky shit. Freaky dicky. All right. Well, I hope you guys like these freaky dicky spooky stories. Spooky stories. This is our last spooky episode of the season. It is. But I think we're going to be doing more witchcraft stuff. Uh, so it's not really a lot. Spookiness isn't a season. It's a lifestyle. Exactly. <laughs> and we're here to tell you. Be spooky all year long. Yeah, be yourself. Be spooky. Be weird. Um, join our coven. We already have four people in our oh, coven. Yeah. I haven't really told anybody about it. I feel like, well, you know. I think we need to just... We need to start practicing. Yeah. So Halloween's coming up. This is going to release... It's gonna no. It's gonna release the day before Halloween. Oh hell yeah! So it's the day before Halloween right. right now for you guys. Yeah, for you guys, it's it's October thirtieth. Um, so tomorrow, y'all need to practice your witchcraft because tomorrow is when the veil is the thinnest from both worlds, and you might actually be able to manifest and maybe even talk to people on the other side. Hell yeah! Yeah, so, we should definitely do some tarot. Yeah, um, do your tarot. Do your spells yeah tomorrow's the or yeah tomorrow for in you your guys. world yeah is the best day for that so alrighty guys i hope you loved this episode don't forget we to follow us on you. instagram follow us on instagram send us an email yeah we'd well, love to chat y'all ain't sending us no emails i, I don't know if we've gotten one email we haven't got a single listeners. email yeah hope you like this episode we love you so much thank you so much okay love All you right, so much love you so much thank you bye bye